Okay, guys, welcome back to the One Broke Actress Podcast. I am your host, Sam Valentine, bringing you an honest account of actor life, plus a few lessons I learned in the process. And I am here with my producer, Helena Santos, to answer some of your questions. Hi, Helena. Hi. Hello. Here we, we go. We are going to dive into some a of, of the OBA. Oh my God. Q&A and the OBA title of the episode. Thank you so much. Um, so yeah, we are going to uh, <laughs> add this in a couple little questions. We're going to try and get through three uh, and we'll keep it uh, relatively concise. We'll just see what happens. These are the questions you guys sent in. Cool. Um, so our first one, some of them are anonymous. Some of them are not. Um, this first one comes from Stephanie Schneider. She sent us two questions. So her first question is, if you fi- can't find a casting director or their company on social media, what is the best way to keep with what they are doing? I have some thoughts. Do you have any Do you, thoughts? Does she mean like upcoming things or just in general? Okay, well, you start with your thoughts and then I'll, I'll hop on. Yeah. So if you can't find someone specifically on social media, that's probably because they have a private account. So they don't like to function through business on social media. I would say that then if you are super interested in just that casting director, I would go on IMDB pro and I would create a tracker for that person. And then you will get alerts whenever they are assigned to a new project or working on something new. So you can constantly be in the know of what that particular person is doing. Um, I would also consider checking out casting about casting about is a great website that you can share a login with your friends <laughs> to make it cheaper. Um, it's one of those yeah. websites where they're going to be like, well, we'll never sponsor this podcast. Um, it's a really good website to, uh, to share because you're not going to use it all the time. You kind of pop in and out of it. I don't think I've paid for it for a long time, but I used to use it when I was reaching out to people and trying to make connections but casting about, you can search specific names or projects or people, and it will tell you what they are casting and where they are casting. It's kind of broad mm-hmm. in terms of information you'll get. Um, like you're not going to get the types of roles they're necessarily casting at this time, because sometimes when someone gets a new series, you know, for the first couple of months, they're going to cast the leads. They're not going to deal with the smaller roles. Um, but eventually they will get to the point where they work with the smaller roles, which could be, uh, where you would come in. Um, that's why I would keep in the know what you do with that information is dependent on you. Uh, if you want to add them to like your monthly emails that you send out as an actor or something to that effect, I would consider how that person chooses to use their mail. <laughs> so what you do with the information, yeah. once you find it on someone, I would be cognizant of that person doesn't necessarily want to be found. Maybe you just want to keep an eye on what they're working on, but make sure you're not, you know, stalking people just to be on their radar. If it's a very targeted response to something, or you want to be seen for an audition that should probably go through a rep. Yeah. I was going to say, I mean, I use, yeah, I use casting about a lot when I lived down in LA um, as far as I would not add people to an email newsletter, unless they have explicitly said that they're okay to be added to people's email newsletters. Mm-hmm. Um, cause that's technically illegal, I think, <laughs> um, 
also it's just annoying for people to get emails when they're like I did not this is not a public email address you know or if it is public this is not what it's to be used for I think some people are still really open to snail mail you know the one sheet was a big thing for a while there I still do it once in a while um and I would set up google what do you mean by one sheet oh uh, an actor one sheet so like um Dallas Travers does these that's where I learned it. If you Google one sheet, I, an actor, I think I actually, my old one from 2000 and I don't know, 10 or 12 or something pops up. Um, Cause I think Bonnie Gillespie put it in a thing as well. So it's just mm. like, it, it pops up. It's basically like doing a postcard, but it's on just one single sheet and you can put more information on there. And oh my God, the one I did a million years ago is not very good. And really um, <laughs> it's just, it's kind I of kind embarrassing of, that it lives forever online, but. That is hilarious. Is it kind of like a cover letter? Is that what you mean? No, I mean, yes and no, it has photos. You can do whatever. I mean, it can be for pretty much anything. If I have a film okay. coming out, then it's, it's just like all of your stuff on one page is kind of the best way like pictures and announcements and stuff it's just a good way to get more information on there and you can like fold it into thirds and put it in a nice envelope so people don't really know that it's what it's going to be ah, I did that a lot envelope. when I moved up to Vancouver <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah so some people might still be you know going for snail mail who knows mm-hmm. um but up in Vancouver, our UBCP what shooting production list, if you're a Vancouver actor listening, it's really comprehensive and super good. And it's kept up very, very well. So um, here, that's what I use for stuff up here. Or I just ask my reps. If I'm like, you know, if I, I actually heard about this amazing show, oh my gosh, that is being shot up here starting next month. And I immediately was like, please, 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 anything. I will like, you know, whatever, I will be a non-speaking dead body. Maybe not, but, um, and there's no casting information yet. I don't know who's casting the, the, doing the Vancouver local casting. And they said, oh, we know it's so-and-so. So, you know, ask, ask your reps if you're curious about specific casting directors. Um, they might know if they're people who are open to email stuff or newsletters or whatever, but also like a Google alert is a great idea because then you can also find out you know, where they're, where they're at, what they're doing, if they're in the trades, all of those kinds of things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, okay, great. Cool. Uh, we might just get to the second question and call it cause it's a little long. Okay. So let me read it. How do you cope with moments when you feel dreams are impossible? I am feeling a mix of imposter syndrome and seeing projects that my heart aches to work on, but knowing that I am not even in the right state to get in those casting rooms. I know the imposter feeling ebbs and flows, but I have some strong emotional responses to certain projects that I know align with why I started down this path in the first place. Feels like the opportunities won't be there for me. So what are your tips or advice for things that encourage you when you feel this way? How do you keep going when it feels impossible? Mm-hmm. I mean, I want to first acknowledge that that feeling is so real and I can like feel it. God, it sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can just feel it in my heart for you, Stephanie. Oh God, it sucks. Especially because so I feel like for me, that feeling never really goes away, away. It's always kind of hiding in the background. Um, so it's, it's something that's so real and so relatable. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, I interrupted you. Were you going to? Oh no, you can go ahead. Well, I was going to say for me, I have to allow myself to feel that feeling and not 
push it down. I give myself a certain amount of time to just sit in it. And then I have to literally actively do everything I can to shift my focus and shift my thinking and think, you know, who is the Helena that already has that thing and is already doing that stuff? How does she go about her day-to-day life? What are her habits? How, I mean, this is, there's, there's so many great resources about this kind of stuff, but how, what are the things that um, I need to do to get myself in a positive place mm-hmm. where I might not have that thing yet? Like I am sitting here, I am not a large recurring guest star in something right now today, but I know that the Helena, there is a Helena out there who is, <laughs> you know, I can get into like Joe Dispenza quantum physics stuff, but it's, you know, that's a whole other conversation, but I feel excited when I believe that there's a possibility of that, of me being that person and knowing that there's something inside of me that can get there, that will get there if I just stay the course. Um, but it's, it's not easy. And I have a whole bunch of different podcasts that I go to that are my, my literal go-to podcasts. Like some of them are episodes. Some of them are, um, just like the podcast in general that makes me feel really great and puts me in the right frame of mind. Mm -hmm. It's like talking to other people who are at that frequency and vibration of like belief because it's all about belief, right? We can sit in the feeling crappy so easily. At least I can sit in feeling crappy so easily. It's such a comfortable, warm, lovely, cozy place to be. And it's It's work. It's it's like, it's it's so easy to be upset. Yes. Yes. And I, I have to actively get myself out of it. Um, I mean, this is a whole larger mental health podcast kind of ish talk thing that we don't need to get into, but, um, that's a whole other, that's a whole other day, but it really, it takes, it takes some work to find the belief in yourself. Um, does that make sense? Yeah, it really does. I mean, this feeling by the way, though, doesn't go away the deeper you get into this business. Mm-hmm. In fact, I don't know what's worse is that everything feels impossible or when you watch things slip through your fingers. Like I've had auditions now mm-hmm. where I watch, it's like this role I want so bad. And I got the audition and I went in for it. And I watch another famous person book it. Of, I mean, of course they did. They mm-hmm. have so, they're so famous. They have so many credits there. Uh, of course they did. I don't know which feeling sucks more is not getting any opportunities or getting the opportunity and still not getting it. So first of all, know that this is something you should be dealing with now because it's going to make life later a lot easier when you are like not a mile away, but an arm's reach away. Um, mm-hmm. I think, I think figuring out your group of people you have to talk about this too is really important. Like you said, talking to your friends who are on that frequency, there are some of my friends that I can share my acting stuff with. And there are some that I can't, there are some actors that Mm -hmm. I will share my acting stuff with and some that I can't, um, finding your tribe of people that you go to for this particular situation. doesn't mean people that you can't tell the stuff to are bad friends. It just means that this, that it doesn't soothe you. That doesn't help you. Um, and knowing that everyone's timeline is so, so different, so, so Mm -hmm. different. And I know that these projects feel like they are a once in a lifetime shot and they're the ones that you have to get right now. 
But like, I think about like Sarah Tomko's episode where she talks about the year she felt the lowest was the year that her character for her resident alien for her series regular just got picked up for a season two was being written. So she didn't even know about the opportunities that were yet in her path. And so, although these might seem like the perfect roles, I promise you there's a role down the line that is right for you. And you have to hold on to that belief and stay in your lane. You can't let anyone take it from you, no matter how much logic they mm-hmm. want to use, no matter how much, if you're doing the right things, right? Maybe you, maybe it's time for you to be in an acting class if you haven't been in one for a while. Maybe, you know, maybe you need to switch up your vibe. Maybe there's well, actual the thing, tangible like what- things. Yes. Like, what are the things that you, you know, what will get you to the place where you will feel more confident and have more belief in yourself Mm -hmm. for sure. Um, that's so important because if you know that you need to do something and you're being resistant to doing it, like getting in a class or finding better reps or whatever it is, um, it's meeting those things head on and dealing with your crap around whatever it is that's causing the resistance to just move through it because it'll never change until an active step is taken in the right direction. Um, but it's also like defining what is success for you. Like what, you know, I, that's something yeah. that I keep going through over and over and over and over again. And as the longer you're in the business, the more you see your friends having different kinds of successes, Some of it, there's like jealousy around. Some of it is just happiness. Some of it, like there's such a mix of feelings, but everybody's path is so different. And, you know, I, for a long time, had a problem with the word success and not feeling successful enough and being, you know, even just what does being a working actor, at what level can you say you're a successful working actor? Like there is no... No one else has that, de- like you have to define that for yourself and you can't let anyone else tell you what the answer to that is because it's never going to be good enough if you look to outside sources ever. No, no. I, I, we did an I, exercise when we did the, um, the hustle, uh, the, 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 the Sarah Centrella book that was in our book. Oh club. yeah. Um, future uh, boards. Future boards. Yes. Thank you. God. Uh, there was an exercise in there where you wrote out your, or maybe it was in Hustle, Believe, Receive, one of her books, where you write out your ideal life, what waking up in the morning looks like to going to breakfast, to going to work, to coming home, like what your ideal life looks like on a day-to-day basis. And I've done this exercise a couple of times now. And every time I do it, I am shocked at how many pieces of that I already have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they might be in different forms. Um, like, yeah, I would love to wake up in the morning and open the door and let my dogs out into a yard. That would be mm-hmm. awesome. I live in a condo. That's not a possibility right now, but I get up every morning and I put my dogs on leashes and I walk them to someone else's yard because we live on a street that has guards. That is amazing. I already have, you know, one of my things is I want to have a bunch of dogs around and fosters halfway through the pandemic. I was like, oh, I have all of that. Like I have the person I wake up next to. I have a cozy bed. I have all of the things and those are the things that I can control. And that exercise really puts me in an awesome place. And I always get so excited about mm-hmm. my, my current life that everything that comes next is bonus. Now that feeling sometimes lasts for a couple hours, sometimes for a couple days, <laughs> Right, <laughs> but a, yeah. but it's a nice tangible thing to go back to when you're having those imposter syndrome moments, because nobody has this figured out. 
nobody, no. everyone's working as they go. Um, you know, it, it's a huge thing I battle with all the time with one broke actress. I'm like, who am I to host an actor platform? Who am I to give advice? But it's like, I'm Sam and I'm not going to be anything but me. And you are you and you're going to show up however you show up. And if you just own it and, you know, take a realistic look at your feelings in your life, it does help a lot. Mm-hmm. Definitely does. Yeah. <sighs> but we feel for you. We know that feeling so hundred percent. I mean, I feel like it's ups and downs and ebb and flows. And I definitely, every six months I go, should I like do something else? <laughs> literally my joke is like, if I don't question myself once a year, what am I doing? Like I literally, oh, totally. I'm, it's always when I'm like to, about to take a shower and I'm like, am I really going to be an actor forever? <laughs> am I really going to yeah. do this long? Well, and this is the thing, like exactly like our, like, is this journey and the way that this journey is right now, if I'm okay with this and this makes me happy right now, then I know I'm on the right path. Yeah. If this was not something that I wanted to experience on the day to day for the rest of my life, I would definitely make a different decision and I would definitely find a different career. I mean, at one point, not too long ago, I was considering maybe becoming a casting director because <laughs> so I was like, well, that's more okay. stable maybe. And then I thought about it and I sort of like lived in that skin of that idea for a little bit. And then I was like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> that's not, I don't actually want to do that. I don't, there's nothing in me that actually wants to do that. That's my practical quote unquote, realistic brain going, well, you know, you're getting older. You better do something realistic. That yes. has, that's like social, know, and, that's like societal implications that you like absorbed of like, you're getting older. Yes, you should have something also, steady I, and predictable and a life like right, life which in the is middle of America. Not to say, yeah. I mean, but that's not like ca- being a casting director is no more predictable than being an actor. Oh, really. Like, definitely they just, not. Yeah. They hustle just as hard, you know, and it's, uh, but I was, you know, thinking tangentially, what could I do if I wanted to do something else? And I, I just don't want, it's not something that I wanted that I'm passionate about or want to do. And, and I was like, okay, cool, cool, cool. This is still, I'm, con- I'm personally constantly reassessing, you know, just thinking, where am I at in my life? What do I want to do? And it, it doesn't get easier as you get older. And you, and people who, you know, friends of mine who've been series regulars, it's the same thing. Like, oh, do I just don't want to do this? Do I, you know, what, what am I, what do I want for my life, my whole life in general? Totally. Um, just because people are booking jobs doesn't mean they're booking jobs. They're happily enjoying. It doesn't mean that the sure. rest of their life is gravy. It does. I mean, no matter what they post on Instagram, I know people who have won Emmys and they are really unhappy. Um, mm-hmm. That's just how it goes. Like life is, it's like, I'm doing like a small slice is like acting career. And then like the big slice is like life and they can inform each oh. other, but they really both have to be there. <sighs> Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel like that's enough wisdom for today. <laughs> I hope, I hope it was wise. <laughs> I hope so too. Uh, if you guys like this, we'll continue it. We'll pop them in and out. Uh, cause this was a fun little thing new we're trying. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. Make sure you follow Helena Santos on Instagram, follow at one broke actress, please make sure that you are subscribed to this podcast and perhaps share it with a friend. If you feel so inclined, please drop a little five-star rate and review. It is free and it helps me a great deal. It makes me more grateful to show up here for you. Keep an eye out on One Broke Actress. If you know someone who would like this college class, send them my way. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, If you guys missed the last episode, we are 
I am working on a college class for people new and moving to LA. It's not a college class. It's a class for college students who are graduating with theater degrees and making the big move. So that will be out soon. So, okay, great. That's done pushing content for today. <laughs> Hello, hey, God, everybody thanks. be kind to yourselves. Yeah. Be another kind people. to yourselves. Yes, Ugh. please. Parting wisdom. Thanks for being an artist. Thanks for being an actor, everybody. Yeah. Nobody thanks, thanks for- you enough for that. Thank you. Yes, we, we need you. We need every single one of you, whether you feel like you have imposter syndrome or not. We need all of the artists in the world. Sure, sure. Okay, bye guys. Bye.